This podcast replay is brought to you by HialeahParkCasino.com, your entertainment destination. Casino, poker, dining, and simulcast racing so you can wager on some of the best tracks in the country. Go to HialeahParkCasino.com to sign up for promotions, giveaways, and events. All right, all right, all right. We're back here on the program. Uh, David Dwork is set to join us in a couple of minutes. We'll have some fun with him. We'll, uh, we'll talk a little Oki uh, overall. See, uh, get his thoughts on this uh, pathetic season so far for the Florida Panthers. It's been really, really bad, man. Really, really bad. Uh, so as a Heat fan, I watched that crap last night. They lose to the Nets, who are obviously are depl- – and I, I know that the Heat were missing a couple of players and all that stuff. Brother, Bam and Butler were on the court. You, you got to win with Bam or Butler on the court. Not that Jimmy was playing with, um, let's just say, the enthusiasm that I normally would see him play with. But anyway, 13 points, six assists, two blocks. Um, uh, no, just six assists. Two blocks was for Bam. And he had 24, 13, and six assists in the process. But they just, man. And now what I have to look forward to is Kevin Love. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, Iris telling me, well, you know, the getting Duncan back. Well, he came back yesterday, two of seven. Airball. I mean, this is what I got to look forward to. You're saving who... I like the kid, but he's a kid. And he had, you know, several nights of rebounding well, but he never crossed any kind of threshold offensively. And then Duncan Robinson has not ever found his stroke like he had two years ago. And so now I'm supposed to expect Yurtsevin to be a savior, Duncan to be a savior, Oladipo, who can't stay healthy, to be a savior. And Kevin Love, that's what I'm looking forward to? Man, listen, I love Riles. I want him to stay here forever. I want him to leave whenever the hell he wants to leave. I don't want him to ever leave, okay? Uh, I don't want Mickey Harrison and his family to ever sell the team. Uh, I, I, I like them a lot. But I got to say, both of you have screwed up a lot lately. And you haven't done a good job of running the team. Not saying you got to get out of here or anything like that, but at least I'm going to be honest about it. And I'm not going to pussyfoot around all of this crap. Since the big three, there's been a crap ton of terrible decisions. They tied themselves to four deadbeats that tied them down for a couple of years and they couldn't do anything. And now here you go again. You tied yourself down to a Kyle Lowry. You're in the second year of a terrible three-year contract. And you weren't smart by extending Jimmy Butler, which that's going to turn into a terrible contract. It's already a bad contract this year because he can't play all the games. And, And you just can't keep making bad mistakes like Duncan Robinson. That you can't go paying a guy and then make him worthless after that. And now you can't trade him. Now, instead of, hey, you know, Duncan Robinson's salary is pretty manageable at $15 million. We can We can trade him anytime and pick up a pick and pick up space or use it. No, now you have to use a pick in order to get rid of him. 
the Dwayne Dedman deal became a disaster. You had to give away draft capital to, just to get rid of a deadbeat like Dwayne Dedman. I got nothing against the people that own the team. I got n certainly nothing against Riley. Love them both. But they have been absolute screw-ups here as of late. They keep making one bad deal after another, after another, after another. And then you expect me as a fan to be excited about Kevin Love? When, when Ira was telling, well, you know, you get Duncan back, I want to hang myself by him telling me that. Oh, no, you'll get yurt saving back, and that might help you. And there I am shoving bamboo in my nails. And now I'm, I'm reading in the paper that maybe they can trade for Kevin Love. And I, I just want to, you know, gargle peanut butter, fart the Star Spangled Banner while I'm sitting upside down. Because that's a lot more entertaining than Kevin Love. Like, and I'm watching this just mediocre team last night lose to another mediocre team last night. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with the Miami Heat? And when are they going to start making good decisions? Because they keep making bad and desperate decisions. You got to be desperate, bro, to, to trade for Kyle Lowry. And then you got to be out of your mind to give him a three-year, $90 million contract. You have to be absolutely freaking insane to give that man that contract. You're paying him what Toronto should have paid him for his years of service. All he's doing here is stealing money, dude. Just don't sell me bullshit. That's all. Just don't, don't feed me the bullshit. Nature B is for me, baby. And right now we got a great deal. 85 cents a day. Yes. 200 cap supply, which will last you 100 days over three months. Only $85, man. Plus, we're going to give you a free Manuka honey lip balm for free. And you're going to love that also. So check it out. Go to naturebee.com slash big O. All right. Use it there. And I've been telling you about Nature Bee for over 20 years. You get all the energy, extra energy in the afternoon. You also, by the way, boost your immune system. That for me, that's the most, that, that is what is precious to me about Nature Bee. Now, lots of other things, you know, st uh, stronger nails, fuller hair, less stress, allergy relief, highlight uh, high, high and libido. Uh, I'm telling you, man, there are so many benefits from plant pollen you can read up on it yourself and this come from comes from clean green new zealand it is not made in some lab somewhere no this is great for you and it's great for the kids anybody and everybody you can't even overdose on it you can take 400 of them and nothing's going to happen to you although you'll boost the hell out of your immune system for a while no but all you need is those two golden capsules every day Keep it all natural, folks, and the benefits are absolutely endless. There's a reason why I've been taking it for 20 years. There's a reason why if you've listened to the show, watched the show for 20 years, you'll notice one thing. You'll go, he rarely ever has a cold. Nature B. 
It's my favorite thing about it, man. I rarely ever get a cold because my immune system is always double stacked. And in this virus-filled world, naturebee.com slash big O. 85 cents a day is a joke. Two golden capsules every single day for the next 100 days. And we're going to give you a free Manuka honey lip balm. You're going to love it. Naturebee.com slash big O. All right. Let's switch gears. Let's get on the ice. Let's talk to David Dwork. Yes, sir, from WPLG. Next. There he is. Ready well, to go. Realm has more than 62 years of living. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay, no Welton Realm. We'll talk about Welton Realm soon. They're in uh they're in uh, Hollywood. How you doing, David? You doing good, my brother? Always, always. Good to see you, Big O. Good to see you, my man. All right, so explain to me what the hell happened to this season. What 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 <laughs> what is going on? You know, we, we talked about Paul Maurice and the change and that it would be a better suited for playoff hockey, this, that. It's gotten so bad that they have got to fight and claw just to get into the playoffs right now. It kind of feels like Panther seasons of the past where you dig yourself in a hole and then you've got to, you know, desperately climb out uh, to try to get into a playoff spot. What the hell happened, dude? Why hasn't this worked at all? Uh, I mean, oh, this two different questions, but, you know, we know why they wanted to make changes. We saw how last year played out. We saw how they got booted from the playoffs the last two years, for the same team, not really looking close in either series. So they, you know, they realized that there was a bit of a gap between them and Tampa. And this is a team that they've been building. They want to be a cup contending team. They want to be, you know, the class of the Eastern Conference. And that's what Bill Zito has been trying to build. That's why they went out and they made the big trade last year for Matthew Kachuk. And they brought in a coach that they feel would have them better suited to go up against the Tampas, uh, the Torontos, uh, the, the playoff battles to come. It's been a prog process, uh, as we've seen this year. They're not this high-flying team that we saw last season where they're going to score five, six goals a game, open it up, where if they do fall behind, they can come back. Uh, this isn't that team anymore. Uh, what's kind of, I think, surprised me about this team is they've been able to maintain their scoring, you know, fairly, fairly well throughout the season. They've been able to score goals, but the way that they've struggled keeping the puck out of the net and, and granted it was a much bigger problem earlier in the season, but it's still one that they have issues with to, even to now. Uh, it, when the playoffs do arrive, if they're in, what kind of team are we going to see exactly? Because what well, you see, you see like sentiments, you see pieces of the shutdown team that they want to be this hard against the boards team, this muck up the game. It's, it's not there consistently enough. And it makes me wonder, like they play a game like they did earlier this week in Minnesota, where it's one of the best games they've played all year. The effort is amazing. Decent and team too. They, yeah. Against the team that's really tough to beat in their home building. And then the next night they, they were so washed from that game in Minnesota that they, they had nothing left in St. Louis. And it was acknowledged by the coach after the game. Yeah. Like you could just tell that they had nothing left in the tank. So it makes me wonder, like, for them to play at the level that Paul Maurice needs them to play, to be the team that he wants them to be, what he envisions them to be, a playoff team, like, how much effort is it going to take them to be that team? Because whenever we see them briefly get to those levels of excellence, it seems like they just kind of, like, it takes them a minute to recoup afterwards. So it, it just makes me question, where's the consistency going to come? 
the consistency going to come from because that's when the playoffs start, that's all that matters. Yeah, they're not physical enough still. That's, you know, when you look at it, that's a thing with that team still. And the goaltending is still not where it needs to be. It's, it needs to be a lead every night, and it's, and it's not, unfortunately. Bob obviously has never lived up to the, to the contract that they're paying him. And quite frankly, uh, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where, uh, boy, we got some terrible luck. They don't know. How, they can't draft a goalie. They can't find one. You know how the Dolphins have struggled forever since Marino to find a quarterback? And, you know, maybe two is the guy if he can stay healthy. But uh, the Panthers can't find them. They can't find and draft and develop their own goaltender. Well, there's, you know, there's certainly uh, time left on Spencer Knight. Like, he's still young enough. He's not even 22 years old, I don't think, yet. So, like, that, you know, he's been expedited a bit. But there's still a lot of green, a lot of runway for him to work with, I would think. Uh, in terms of that, and they did draft. Brother, it's Devin three. Levi it's three years now. Hunter. Spencer Knight playing on and off for three years, and you've you've seen a flash here or there, but never really turning the. How long is it going to take? How long do we? How long do we wait for the kid? You know what I mean. I know they have another young guy too, but uh, you know it doesn't instill a lot of confidence with all all the failures of the past. I I think with Knight you're. For now, you're going to let him ride out, and you're going to see how you know however long it takes. Like, there's so much potential there with him, and I mean, look, you can't help but kind of side eye a little bit with the way he struggled uh, late last season, but particularly this year, just between injuries and illness, and just hasn't looked comfortable and confident in the net. Which even for somebody so young, like you don't want to shake a guy's confidence at that age. So, yeah, I, I would handle it delicately as best I can put it with Spencer Knight. I think the bigger issue, you know, the backup goaltender should not be like a, a boon to a team, even one that you give a future contract to like they did with Knight. You know, right now they've been saddled with this albatross of a contract with Sergey Bobrovsky. And yeah, the last week or two played really well. He's put up some good games here and there. But, you know, last season, I think maybe the best, most consistent we saw him was at the playoffs and leading up to the playoffs last year. But this is four years now, and we're getting bits and pieces of a guy that's maybe played up to maybe to that $10 million a year contract. So it's just the kind of thing that they're, they're having a real hard time to get around. And right now they've got $14 million tied into a position that's average at best. Yeah. No, goaltending is not winning them games, save for one or two here or there from Bob. And, yes, he's like I said, he's been good of late. But, you know, big picture, it's, it, it's a big problem. He has, what, three more years left? After this year. Whew, that's bad, bro. And, and let me tell you, Kachuk has been everything and more. God, I, 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 I feel horrible for him, you know, because I almost <laughs> feel like I wish he would have been here last year, at least with this team, because, okay, I, I know that, you know, the playoffs, they did get past the first round, which was progress. But, damn, bro, at least it would have been a lot more fun to watch him with the rest of those guys last year. With this, with this team, it's like I feel like there's just, you know, there's just not enough support, you know what I'm saying, around him at times. And it, it's just not the same team. You, you can't count on it. No. But I got to say, Kachuk has been he, – he's, he's worth – he's the reason why I watch every, every night. Really, he's the only reason why I'm, I'm, I'm like I, – I look forward to a Panther game. Let's be quite honest. He's elite. 
He's legit. They, that was a great move for the Panthers. We've been saying it since it happened. They somehow managed to flip two, you know, turning into their thirties guys into a guy that was just coming into his best years, a cheaper contract. He wants to be here. He's motivated. And I mean, I, I get where you're coming from that you feel for him this year, but I, this is a big picture, both with Kachuk and with the Panthers. Like they're, they're looking past this year too. And just in terms of like the, the ceiling that this team can achieve. Um, but yeah, big O it's, yeah, but my, I have, nice, a pro- right? I have a pro- I have a problem with that ceiling stuff. We've been talking about this with this team for years now, and I don't know where that ceiling is. I, I, I don't know if we already saw the ceiling last year, and that was like your that was your peak. And I don't know if you're I, I don't know what to expect anymore. Now I it's I don't have a lot of hope anymore. That's my thing. That's what the Panthers have kind of done to me the last couple of years here. They've kind of killed that hope that I was kept building for and waiting and waiting and waiting. And, you know, you've now turned over this team more now that it doesn't even resemble the team that you had a few years back. And, you know, I, I don't know what is the ceiling. What is, what am I hoping for around these guys? Because I can't ask more from Bob and Kachuk. I, I mean, not Bob, uh, uh, Barkov. And Kachuk, I need other guys. I need more on defense. I need more in goaltending. That's wh- wh- where's my hope, David. That's what I want to know as a Panthers fan. Well, the hope is in that you've got your supporting cast of Reinhardt, Bennett, Duclair, Ekblad, Forsling. Uh, these guys are all locked up for the next several years. Combine that with you know you've got Kachuk and Barkov as well you're also going to have a lot more money to spend after this season when you're out from under the, the Yandel buyout, the Darling buyout. Um, not to mention Patrick Hornquist is going to be his $5 million, $5 million contract comes off the books this year. There's a couple of like Radko Gudis is a free agent after this year. They're going to have a pretty significant amount of money to spend this off season. In addition to having a pretty solid core led by Barkov and Kachuk and you know, all those guys that I mentioned. Um, so, you know, in terms of hope, yeah, there's a lot of reasons for optimism past this season uh the way that i always approach that i think we agree it's it's they're not going to have any excuses they're going to have a lot fewer excuses after this season when they've got all these things lined up okay you've got your core in place you've got you know whatever they're going to do because you talk about last season the guys they lost like the marchments the drews uh they're going to be able to recoup that depth i hope so man it's going to be, I think it all comes back to the same thing we always, always talk about, Orlando, goaltending. Right. Right. And, and dude, when, when do they get an elite goaltender? When, when's that going to show up? Because without that, I, I don't know if we ever watch them get to a point where you and I want to watch them get to that, that hardcore Panther base that's here, that's been there with them every year. Those people deserve you know, to watch a team that can really take it to the next level. But my brother, until that dude between the pipes becomes, you know, unstoppable, that's never going to happen. I mean, that's what happened in the 90s when Beezer was unstoppable, that he was on his head the entire time the Panthers were at their best. So when's that going to happen? If they build the kind of team that they're hoping to build, it's not going to take a Vezina quality goaltender. It's going to take a solid, consistent goaltender. You look at last year with the Avs that they finally dethroned Tampa. They did it with Darcy Kemper as their goaltender. And Darcy Kemper 
you know, solid goalie, no doubt. He's not an elite goaltender. He's not a Vasilevsky. Although he but played, he, but team. he did play his ass off in that series that way. Well, no doubt. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he played solid, consistent. That's what the Panthers will need with the team that they're looking to, that they've already started building. They don't, they don't need amazing. They don't need Vasilevsky. They just need a guy who's not going to make them bang their head into the wall with cheap goals every game. They need consistency. Is it on the roster? million you hope so i hope so man but uh, i i have not seen it all right uh i think they're without ovechkin uh who's missing for the panthers tonight uh sam bennett he's out he uh left uh late in the second period in st louis with a undisclosed injury paul maurice said he's dealt with in the past he's not particularly concerned it's long term but kind of gave that kind of coach speak where you're not really yeah you know, there's a lot of vagueness so i'm not too sure until we get see him back here and see if he's skating if he's practicing see if it's lower upper body um but for now sam bennett is out which sucks because his line with carter verhage and matthew kachuk has been uh, carrying the offense at times over the last few weeks they've definitely been consistently great so you wonder who's going to step into that role i would imagine it's going to be etu Usterainen. Uh, who filled in for Barkov pretty well when Barkov was out with uh, his what we thought was a hand injury last week. So, you know, that depth that just gets sliced a little thinner and thinner at, behind the deli counter just gets a little bit thinner tonight. Paul Maurice, your your thoughts on what he's done this year? Because uh, one of the things I've kind of noticed was that at the beginning of the year, even post-game shows, there was a lot of confidence. Uh, as of the last, I don't know, month or two, I, I've seen a lot of excuses in uh, a lot of the postgame uh, press conferences. So your thoughts on the job that Paul Maurice is doing, trying to instill his style and trying to get results from it? It's really hard to gauge, Orlando, just because looking statistically at the analytics, Florida has been the most unlucky team in the league this year in terms of the, the offensive output, the expected goals that they're putting forth, and the actual production that we're seeing on the score sheet, it's not matching up at all. And is that just an unlucky thing? Does that have anything to do with coaching? It's, it's hard to quantify it. Uh, the players have seemed like they've been unhappy. There were times earlier in the year, we, you know, we referenced like Matthew Kachuk kind of calling out some of his teammates, you know, saying that we we're not skating hard enough or the intensity, whatever it was he said like back in November. Um, it, it's hard to gauge it at this point just because it's, yeah, it, it's tough, man. I, like when I try to put it into words, for me, it just keeps coming back to the same thing where like one game you'll see greatness and one game you'll see not greatness. You'll see blah. When, when you don't see it game after game, that's where I start to question, okay, well, is it the coaching? Is it a motiv motivational thing? Is it a lack of understanding of what the coach is trying to teach? Or is it just simply the players aren't performing well? I don't have that answer right now. Okay. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like clean it up better for you, but I really don't. It, it's hard. It's hard for me to tell. Yeah. I, I can't say I've been impressed with, uh, with Maurice uh, so far. Seven o'clock tonight, Panthers and the Crapitals. Let's see if the boys uh, can get on track and get the uh, victory. Follow him on Twitter at David Dwork. Of course, uh, tell them about Chirping the Cats, dude. Chirping the Cats, wherever you get your favorite podcast, you can find it there. Um, all my written work goes on the local10.com website. And as Big O said, all my stuff uh, at David's work on Twitter. 
They'd won tonight, though. If they win, they'll be tied with Washington for the last playoff spot. Somehow, some way, they're still right there. I know. I know. I know they're still right there. I just uh, I want them to turn the corner, man. I want them to, to be really, really good. David, as always, my brother, hang in there. Enjoy the hockey, my friend. I'll be watching tonight. And the casino. Uh, yeah, yeah, damn right. I'll be enjoying <laughs> it from the casino. All right, my brother. Be good. Thank you. Yeah. You got it. David Dwork, baby, talking little Panthers. It's just frustrating, man. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. You know, the Heat has accomplished stuff. They've won titles. They've given us a ton of winning seasons. So that's why I never, you know, you're never going to hear me say, oh, Riley's done. Uh, the, the, The game passed him by. Mickey Harrison sell the team. No, 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 no. Now, am I unhappy with, with their results the last uh, about 10 years, nine, eight years? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the decisions they've made the last eight, nine years. Yeah, yeah. But, again, they have done so much. Even in those eight, nine years, they, almost, they, they made it to the finals one year and almost made it to the finals again last year. Even throughout all of that, they have still have done things because Eric Spolster's a badass. But uh, the Panthers... You know, they gave us that magical season last year, or the magical regular season. And then at least in the postseason, they did get past the first round, but we wanted more from that team. You know, when you've got the best record in the league, you would hope to be better overall in the playoffs. But they haven't done enough of that. And so when you come back this year with this kind of an effort, it, it just it, it brings me down, you know? And right now... The Heat are depressing, and the Panthers are absolutely depressing. The only reason tonight is fun to watch, it's because I get to watch Kachuk do his thing. And he's just, he's worth the watch. It's like Marlins, right? Sandy Alcantara's pitching, you're there. We're all watching, right? You know, some guys can change the outlook for you, but not the results, because it requires a team. Uh, fart the Star Spangle Banner can you do that, Big O? Uh, of course I can. Of course I can. Oh, tell us how you really feel about the heat. Yeah. yeah. I hope you guys picked up on it. Big O, Britt Baker lost yesterday, apparently, huh? So I had a bad prediction yesterday. Ruby Soho won. So Ruby Soho won the, the, the threesome. Yes. Who'd she pin? She pinned Britt Baker, I believe it was. Yeah, because she threw Tony Storm out of the ring. Yeah. Okay. Because she threw Tony Storm out of the ring, which took out Paige as well, or Soraya, sorry, and then she got the pin. Okay. Dougie Fresh says, Oprah knows burgers might be the most honest mention ever on the Big O Show. Charm City Burger, Deerfield, legendary. Never been there. Got to check it out. If I make 10 bets at $50, I will be telling everybody at the table what my name is. Bond. James Bond. Big O, shout out to Bill Preston's sister, Dawn. It's her birthday today. Oh, really? I did not know that. Happy birthday to Dawn. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, rocking that old OMD shirt, 80s representing. But the shirt is not from the 80s. Is a newer shirt, but yes, it is OMD. So there you go. Uh, says we we ended up losing the sound. When was that? We lost the camera when it slammed down. Oh, okay. 
I gotcha. I gotcha. But we're back. We're back. We're back. By the way, Sloman's Home Shield been serving Americans for over a hundred years. And folks, right now we are going to give away 40, 40 doorbell cameras. That's right. And when you use our professional installation and our low-cost central station monitoring, we're going to give you an LED touchscreen pad, a motion detector, three-arm doors, and a backup battery. So if you've been looking to improve your home safety, call the great people at Slowman's. We're in 14 different states, so we could be close to you. 1-800-ALARM-ME. Sean uses it. I use it. 1-800-ALARM-ME. Go check it out. And... We're still in wintertime. It's still cold in a lot of states, right? So if in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, maybe Northern California, Maryland, Virginia, even Georgia, you need heating oil. Well, Slowman's does it. one oil deal And check this out. They have fixed prices, so you can save hundreds in the long run. Do it now. Tell them that you're a big old loyal listener right now. And if you think you're paying too much for heating oil, Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL and just compare. You know what you're paying for heating oil. Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL and compare. And if it's less, you can make the switch and save yourself money. Call the great people at Slowman's taking care of Americans for over 100 years. 1-866-OIL-DEAL. Right. A right, a right, a right. All right, we got Tim McCarver passing away, unfortunately. By the way, did you see Mark Davis? Mark Davis has a new look. And I got to congratulate Mark Davis here. Because if you remember, Mark Davis has had that terrible bowl cut, right? It's like they put a bowl and they just cut the hair, da 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 and it was, it, he looked like Lurch, basically, right? He looked like a short, red-headed Lurch with freckles and so it was a terrible terrible haircut and and mark davis felt like he needed to change things up and to his credit he has changed it up that's right you know how he changed it up by shaving off all his hair the man is now sporting a bald look and and guess what it looks a hell of a lot better than his hair. See? There's the Mark Davis look. Goes with him, right? Looks way better. That hair was, I mean, that haircut was terrible, dude. It was one of the worst haircuts on the history of the planet. It just made him look so foolish. Now he, now he kind of looks like a, now he looks like a boss. Before he looked like some, some schmuck that mom, you know, cut his hair or something like that. See, this is a good look for him. You know, he's not going to win any awards for, for GQ or anything like that. But the bald look, it, it suits him perfectly, man. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's the hair. Oof. That was bad, bro. That was bad. That was terrible, that hair. Look at that bowl cut. It's pretty bad. Good for him. Good for Mark Davis. That's, that's a sharp look for him. You know, not all of us can throw, you know, eventually we're all going to bald. Right? I mean, we're all going to lose our hair. 
But not all of us have, you know, the, the bald head look that we can actually sport it. You know what I'm saying? I'm afraid. I don't even know if I could actually ever have the bald head look. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm almost afraid that I'm going to have like all these bumps and craters and everything on my... <laughs> Shave it all off. It's going to go, whoa, put a wig on, you know, that kind of stuff. So you got to have the, you got to have that, that magic bald head where it's even out and all that. Your hair, your head's all deformed and stuff. The bald look is not good. But Mark Davis, he's, he's pulling it off, man. Nice job by him. Got to give him a lot of credit. What else do we have going on in the world of sports? Uh, you know what? When sports and business collide, we like doing something called the KSDT CPA Sports Business Report. Legal sports betting has become more prevalent across the United States, as you all know. Commercial sports betting revenues hit an all-new, all-time high at $7.5 billion in 2022, a whopping 72.7 increase from 2021 of $4.3 billion. This, according to the data from American Gaming Association, legal sports books handled $93.2 billion in bets last year, another record in a 61.6, a 61.1% increase over the 2021 handle when the tribal sports betting handle reported later this year that that number will likely surpass $100 billion. The industry, by the way, got a boost uh, from the additions of legal betting in markets like Kansas City, like Kansas, and the launch of mobile betting in Louisiana, Maryland, and New York. The latter led all individual states with $1.4 billion last year in New York. The other states passed half a billion. Illinois, $795. New Jersey, $763. Pennsylvania, $597. All but two markets increased their handles last year. Delaware, negative 32.3%, and Mississippi, negative 9.2%. Uh, the year also finished strong with a quarterly record of $2.54 billion in quarter four. That's a 63% year-over increase and a 51% from the previous record of $1.68 billion set in quarter three of 2022. So incredible stuff. Uh, since PASPA was struck down in 2018 of May, American betters have, be have placed $190.3 billion in wages, creating $14.6 billion in sports betting revenue and $3 billion in, in uh, state and federal taxes. That's a lot of money being laid on the line. That is your KSDTCPA sports business report.
This has been the KSDT Sports Business Report. KSDT CPA is one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDT is recognized by Forbes as one of the top tax and accounting firms for 2022. KSDT CPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit online at ksdtcpa.com or call 305-670-3370. Little, uh, little music news. Depeche Mode, by the way, has announced her 2023 fall schedule on their U.S. leg coming up, supporting their new album, Memento Mori, which comes out March 24th. The second leg kicks off September 21st in Mexico City and runs through December 15th in Los Angeles, comprised of 29 shows and more than 70 dates. And for those of you trying to find out, uh, L.A., March 28th, December 10th and 15th. Um, Vegas, March 30th and December 1st. Chicago, April 5th and November 13th. New York, April 14th and October 28th. And in Orlando, October 10th. And in Miami, October 12th. So if you want to go see Depeche Mode... Those are some of the cities. If I didn't mention your city, you can go out and and uh, and check it out. And also, one more thing before we go to hour number three and start it off with Alan Poopart and our uh, Miami Dolphins report. Today on February 16th, Led Zeppelin in 1972 made their live Australian debut and they kicked off a six-day tour in Perth. Fans were pretty excited to see the band. In fact, police had a battle with 500 of them who rammed the locked gates trying to get into the show. When the band played, 4,000 fans stood outside the venue just trying to hear the group. In 74, Bob Dylan started a four-week run at number one on the album charts with Planet Waves, his first number one in America. In 74, ELP, known as Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. They were arrested while on tour in Salt Lake City. The guys decided to go for a swim in their hotel pool naked. They were each fined 75 bucks, too. And in 2005, Kid Rock was arrested for allegedly punching a DJ at a Nashville strip club. Police were called, but the singer got out of the club before they arrived. Later, during the eventful night, Rock was pulled over by an officer who got an autograph but didn't give Rock a breath test, even though the cop smelled alcohol. The officer was later fired, and police eventually caught up to Kid Rock and booked him. He was taken to night court and released on $3,000 bail. There you go. All right. The only thing is, was Margie Post there at night court? That's the only thing, because if Margie Post is there, arrest me every night. Hour number three is next. Alan Poupart.